waded far enough for that. When I become a senior, I can tell you all about it. But in the meantime, it will be well for you to try to discover for yourself your original form. And when you have done that, I will get some of the learned masters of my art to restore you to it. It will be easy enough to do that, but you could not expect them to take the time and trouble to find out what it was. And with these words, he hurried away and was soon lost to view. Greatly disquieted, the bee-man retraced his steps and went into his hut. Never before had he heard anything which had so troubled him. I wonder what I was transformed from, he thought, seating himself on his rough bench. Could it have been a giant, or a powerful prince, or some gorgeous being whom the magicians or the fairies wished to punish? It may be that I was a dog or a horse, or perhaps a fiery dragon or a horrid snake. I hope it was not one of those. But whatever it was, everyone has certainly a right to his original form, and I am resolved to find out mine. I will start early tomorrow morning, and I am sorry now that I have not more pockets to my old doublet, so that I might carry more bees and more honey for my journey. He spent the rest of the day in making a hive of twigs and straw, and having transferred to this a number of honeycombs and a colony of bees which had just swarmed, He rose before sunrise the next day, and having put on his leathern doublet, and having bound his new hive to his back, he set forth on his quest, the bees who were to accompany him, buzzing around him like a cloud. As the bee-man passed through the little village, the people greatly wondered at his queer appearance with the hive upon his back. "'The bee-man is going on a long expedition this time,' they said, but no one imagined the strange business on which he was bent. About noon he sat down under a tree, near a beautiful meadow covered with blossoms, and ate a little honey. Then he untied his hive and stretched himself out on the grass to rest. As he gazed upon his bees hovering about him, some going out to the blossoms in the sunshine, and some returning laden with the sweet pollen, he said to himself, They know just what they have to do, and they do it. But alas for me, I know not what I may have to do. And yet, whatever it may be, I am determined to do it. In some way or other, I will find out what was my original form, and then I will have myself change back to it. And now the thought came to him that perhaps his original form might have been something very disagreeable or even horrid. But it does not matter, he said sturdily. Whatever I was, that shall I be again. It is not right for anyone to retain a form which does not properly belong to him. I have no doubt I shall discover my original form, in the same way that I find the trees in which the wild bees hive. When I first catch sight of a bee tree, I am drawn towards it. I know not how. Something says to me, that is what you are looking for. In the same way, I believe that I shall find my original form. When I see it, I shall be drawn towards it, Something will say to me, that is it. When the bee-man was rested, he started off again, and in about an hour he entered a fair domain. Around him were beautiful lawns, grand trees, and lovely gardens, while at a little distance stood the stately palace of the lord of the domain. Richly dressed people were walking about or sitting in the trades of the trees and arbours. Splendidly caparisoned horses were waiting for their riders, and everywhere were seen signs of opulence and gaiety. 
I think, said the bee man to himself, that I should like to stop here for a time. If it should happen that I was originally like any of these happy creatures, it would please me much. He untied his hive and hid it behind some bushes, and taking off his old doublet, laid that beside it. It would not do to have his bees flying about him if he wished to go among the inhabitants of this fair domain. For two days the bee-man wandered about the palace and its grounds, avoiding notice as much as possible, but looking at everything. He saw handsome men and lovely ladies, the finest horses, dogs and cattle that were ever known, beautiful birds in cages and fishes in crystal globes, and it seemed to him that the best of all living things were here collected. At the close of the second day, the bee-man said to himself, There is one being here towards whom I feel very much drawn, and that is the Lord of the...